week. Goodbye. Stay classy. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The chairman of the Hong Kong Journalists Association warns of increasing self-censorship by its members. The financial secretary says the SAR's uniqueness will be vital to the success of the Greater Bay Area and Venezuela's president survives what he calls an assassination attempt. The Hong Kong Journalists Association has warned of worsening self-censorship among local journalists amid the, amid the mainland's growing influence in the SAR. Last week, the HKJA's annual report highlighted how free speech and free press are shrinking as Beijing puts greater emphasis on national security. The association's chairman, Chris Young, says the public has to keep a watchful eye to ensure the core value of free speech remains intact. He was speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong. In view of the growing political and capital power of the mainland in Hong Kong, there are growing concerns that pressure for journalists to censor their work has and will become more subtle. It is vitally important for us to maintain an even higher level of vigilance against any threats to the city's core values of freedom of speech and freedom of the press. A 32-year-old woman has fallen to her death from a flattened Happy Valley. A police source confirmed the woman is canto-pop singer Ellen Lowe. She began her career in a girl group known as At 17 in 2001. Miss Lowe married her female partner, Eugene Pin, a photographer from Taiwan in 2016. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says Hong Kong's uniqueness will not disappear when it integrates with the Greater Bay Area because that's exactly what it needs. He said his recent visit to Guangzhou, Foshan and Jiangmen reinforced his belief that the SAR can play a special role in the area's development. Writing in his weekly blog, the finance chief said several tech companies he spoke with admire Hong Kong's free and open market, as well as the adoption of internationally recognized practices. Beijing is planning to develop its two SARs, Shenzhen and eight other cities in Guangdong, into a mega-metropolitan hub to bring in new business opportunities. Venezuelan officials say two explosive drones have detonated near President Nicolas Maduro as he was giving a live televised speech at a military event in the capital, Caracas. Here's the BBC's Katie Watson with more details. President Nicolas Maduro had been speaking at a military parade held to celebrate the 81st anniversary of the Venezuelan army. Suddenly, the audio went dead. The television pictures continued to roll, showing officials behind Mr. Maduro looking up, concerned. The state broadcaster then cut to an aerial shot of soldiers standing in formation, with the sound of panicked officials shouting. Dozens of soldiers began running, and then the broadcast was cut. A couple of hours later, Mr. Maduro appeared on television again. He said the president of Colombia and unnamed financiers in the United States were responsible. The government is continually pinning the blame on the opposition, Colombia, the US and Europe for its economic woes. The U.S. First Lady Melania Trump has expressed support for the basketball player LeBron James, hours after her husband made insulting remarks about him on Twitter. The BBC's Chris Butler has more. LeBron James is without any doubt one of the biggest stars in American sports. But he's found himself in the news again because of his criticism of Donald Trump. On CNN, he accused the president of using sport to split the U.S. apart. In an angry tweet, Mr. Trump fired back at both the basketball star and the news network. 
But LeBron James has a surprising ally, Mr Trump's own wife. A statement by the First Lady's spokeswoman said Melania Trump was impressed by LeBron James's work to do good things on behalf of the next generation. More than 1,000 firefighters are tackling blazes in Portugal and southern Spain, the BBC's Alison Roberts reports. Portugal's Algarve region is known for its beaches, but it's in the hilly interior that a major forest fire has been burning since Friday. It's the largest of many across Iberia, as the current heatwave provides ideal conditions for the flames to spread. In Spain, more than a 1,000 people have been forced to leave their homes and tourist accommodation in Marbella, as wildfires raged on the edge of town. The heatwave is forecast to continue into Monday, although that day may bring some much-needed showers. Police in the U.S. city of Portland in Oregon have uh, been trying to separate a rally by two far-right groups, Patriot Prayer and Proud Boys, from counter-protesters. Police used stun grenades to disperse the protesters, saying rocks and bottles had been hurled at them. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Hundreds of thousands of people in Argentina have marched through the streets in the capital, Buenos Aires, urging the Senate to reject a proposal to legalize abortion. The BBC's Paddy Maguire has this report. Save the two lives has become the slogan of those Argentinians who reject the proposed new legislation to legalise abortion in the first 14 weeks of pregnancy. Local media are reporting that more than half a million people gathered from across the country to make their voices heard ahead of the Senate's final vote on August the 8th. They were responding to a call by an alliance of 15,000 evangelical churches and many Catholics, the country's predominant religion, joined the march to show their support. The lower house of Congress already approved the measure in June. The former Brazilian president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, has been nominated to run for office again in October, despite being in jail, serving a 12-year sentence for corruption. Some 2,000 members of the opposition Workers' Party gathered in Sao Paulo and declared Lula their presidential candidate by a show of hands. It's uncertain whether or not the electoral court will allow him to stand. A spokesman for his party, Diego Scardone, said Mr. Da Silva's incarceration was politically motivated. We understand that the reason why they are keeping him in jail is to make more difficult for him to run as a president, even though in the polls he's still going up in the statistics, and also to not allow Lula to talk to other parties and to build alliances. The Russian Foreign Ministry says it's appointed the American actor Steven Seagal as a special envoy for humanitarian ties with the United States. Making the announcement on its official Facebook page, the ministry said it would be an unpaid position. The BBC's Peter Bowes has the details. Steven Seagal, who's best known for his martial arts prowess, has been a regular visitor to Russia for more than a decade. The 66-year-old became an international star in the 1980s and 90s, but his films such as Under Siege and Sniper Special Ops are still popular with Russian audiences. In 2016, President Putin gave him a Russian passport. More recently, the action star has defended the Russian government over claims that it meddled in America's elections. The Russian Foreign Ministry said... His new role would be similar to that of a UN goodwill ambassador. Albania says NATO will build an airbase in the country, its first in the Western Balkans. The announcement was made by Albania's Prime Minister, Edi Rama, in a Facebook post. The BBC's Gens Lamani has more. Edi Rama said the project will involve the modernization of an old base in Kuchova in central Albania. 
He said the new state-of-the-art facility will be used as a support base for NATO air operations and training. It will also be the headquarters of Albania's air force. This strategic investment by the alliance, Mr. Rama said, would set a new standard for Albania's armed forces. Built in 1953, the base was Communist Albania's largest air facility. It currently serves as a museum featuring the MiG aircraft donated to Albania decades ago by the Soviet Union and China. The exiled Congolese opposition leader Moïse Katumbi has tried unsuccessfully to return home for a second time in as many days in order to register as a presidential candidate. His spokesman said Mr. Katumbi was trying to enter the country from Zambia. The BBC's Ansoi reports. Joseph Kabila's government has made it clear they do not want his ex-ally Moïse Katumbi back. Mr. Katumbi supported President Kabila in the past, but they fell out in 2015 before he went into exile. He now wants to return to submit his candidacy for the presidential election scheduled for December. Former Vice President and ex-warlord Jean-Pierre Bemba has presented his papers to the Electoral Commission. It is still not known if President Kabila will heed calls at home and abroad to finally leave office. Russian police have detained 30 LGBT rights activists during a demonstration in St. Petersburg to promote the rights of sexual minorities. Around 60 activists gathered at the main square in the city center despite a ban on the rally. They called for LGBT rights to be respected and waved ra- rainbow-colored flags. Sports swimming Kliment Kolesnikov has broken the men's 50-meter backstroke world record at the European Championships in Glasgow. The 18-year-old Russian clocked a time of 24 seconds to win gold, shaving 0.04 seconds off the previous mark set by Britain's team Tankok in 2009. Twin the news our top stories once again the chairman of the Hong Kong Journalists Association warns of increasing self-censorship by its members the financial secretary says the SAR's uniqueness will be vital to the success of the greater bay area and Venezuela's president survives what he calls an assassination attempt the news from RTHK a long long time ago i can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride but something touched me deep inside the day the music died so bye bye miss american pie drove my Chevy to the levee but the levee was dry and then good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye singing this will be the day that i die this will be the day that i die did you 